and welcome back to my podcast and this episode as we enter into week number six of the coronavirus lockdown. Coming up on today's podcast, I have another very special guest and this guest is a very special one indeed because he is joining me all the way from Dubai. He is the UAE's favourite children's magician and Time Out magazine's favourite entertainer, TV star and radio star, the one and the only Magic Phil will be joining me very soon where we will be discussing how it has been in Dubai during this 2020 coronavirus lockdown. Stay tuned because it is going to be a lot of fun. Phil has taken time out of his very busy filming schedule for Nickelodeon and also his radio show to come and have a chat. Now as we enter into week number six of this god-awful lockdown, this god-awful situation, so much has happened still in this last week. Week number five has revealed some pretty bizarre things, let's just say. COVID-19 has affected many countries around the world and it has affected many, many people. But one thing which is very clear with every person I speak to is the level of support that each other is giving is just remarkable. We are, everybody is doing that little bit extra to support loved ones, friends, family, community, NHS, healthcare professionals, key workers, frontline staff, the love and support is just overwhelming. And as we enter into week number six, I like bringing good news. It is only 35 claps until Christmas. Yay! I have got to the point where I have no idea what day of the week it is, what date it is, what month it is, or what I am even doing. But one thing I do know is that I am well and truly lost in lockdown. And it is only 35 claps until Christmas. Now, there is lots of support in the community and people, as I have said, are doing and going above and beyond to help each other. I saw something in the news the other day, which I didn't really think much of it. And it was um, a post from Wigan Council and they have painted in the road outside uh, one of their infirmaries in one of their hospitals And it is just literally a quote saying, thank you, NHS, and then a big love heart, which I thought was pretty sweet. And then the other day I was passing through and I actually saw it with my own eyes. And it made me feel a little bit emotional because I thought that is wonderful. That is going to be there for a long, long time. And it's something like that which would trigger memories of just what we are going through and just how far we have come and how far we have yet to go before it is all over. And you would just remember how much we've done for each other and how much we have supported and come together and just how important the NHS and key workers really are. And I think there should be more of things like this, more things to remember and just how much history is being created. Now, according to media and things, there is still a shortage of PPE. There's been lots of reports and lots of stories of things, of uh, frontline staff being very short and having to mend and make do and reuse things and beg, steal and borrow. But the government have called for help from overseas to bring in shipments of PPE. So, you know, things are getting better, better with that, but there is still not enough and we are still in a predicament of what do we do as general public? Do we wear masks? Do we not? 
I think as long as they get what they need first, you know, whatever is left for us, we, we will use. Apparently, we are over the peak now of this epidemic and we are showing signs of getting back to some kind of normality. So far, it has been reported that there has been around 21,000 deaths so far from COVID-19 in the UK. Now, that is a lot. In fact, let's put it into some kind of perspective. The Manchester Arena holds 21,000 people. So in theory, that is like having the Manchester Arena filled with people and every one of them has died. But there is a glimmer of hope because this week construction workers have been allowed to return back to work and other people are able to start slowly going back to work. Non-essential shops are beginning to reopen. Fast food restaurants are beginning to reopen, you know, for delivery and takeaway only, but still they are beginning to open. And so some more good news that means... I might finally get to get my Big Mac I've been craving for for the past six weeks. B&Q is finally allowing people back into the store. They are limiting the amount of people who can go in, but still you are allowed to go in because I don't know if people who may be listening to this have had a similar experience, but let me tell you, oh, all I wanted, right? All I wanted was a bag of compost and a couple of packets of seeds and one of those stick things you put in your plant to keep your stem straight. I don't know what they're called, but it was a sticky thing. So nothing much. Normally, I would just nip to my local B&Q, in and out in five minutes, get what I need. They were doing click and collect only, which is fine. I've done click and collect before in many places. But this, what an experience. Wow. So I went online to the website and um, straight away I was faced with a queue, a virtual queue. And I was in this queue for two hours just to be able to gain access to the website to get what I needed to get. So I waited and I waited and I eventually got on, added the stuff to my basket, paid for it all, sat there waiting for the email to say your stuff is ready to be collected. Five days later, I get the email to say you can go and collect it. That just shows how busy they have been. And I'm not complaining I really am not because I get it. I understand it. They are really busy and people have turned to DIY and gardening and things to to pass their boredom during lockdown, which I get it. It's fine. It was just I wasn't expecting it to be that busy and having to wait and queue in a virtual queue to gain access to a, a website. So hopefully things are starting to return back to normal, whatever normal is. Who knows? But things, you know, things are things are moving in the right direction. Now, this word normal is banished around quite a lot. And, you know, yes, normal life, normality. But what is normal? What What is normal? To me, normal is getting up and going to work. So it would be nice to get back into that, being in a routine. You know, one thing that has happened during week five, and in fact, during this entire situation, really, which isn't normal, is a certain US president and a certain disinfectant product, let's say. I need say no more, but come on, what is this guy playing at? Now, I know I did say that I didn't want my podcast to be political and I would stay away from political matters, but when you get somebody like that making a comment like what he said, you cannot help but pass comment. I mean, really disinfectant is the guy for real is he on the same planet 
I was going to just literally brush over this and just mention it. I wasn't going to go into too much detail, um, but, you know, I've started, so I might as well finish. I have prepared an audio clip of the video, and like I say, I was just going to brush over it and wasn't going to bother. But, you know, have a listen and see what you think. Make up your own mind. So I asked Bill a question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. Right, and then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs, and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. I mean, come on. Is the guy, is he even on the same planet? What was he implying? Was he being serious? Was he genuinely being serious and putting forward a suggestion of inject disinfectants into your body to cure COVID-19? This man is just something else. What goes on in that man's head? I have got no idea. But you know what? I'm loving the amount of memes and comedy things which are coming from from him being so silly. So where do we go after lockdown is a question which is quite often asked by a lot of people. And yes, it is a question which is on my mind every single day. Where do we go? Nobody knows and nobody is going to know, I think, for quite a while. I think, personally, the sensible thing to do would be to lift lockdown when it's safe and good to do so, but we still do keep going with the social distancing. And uh, I know that probably means my job will be affected a little bit longer, but if it means people are safe and well, then I'm all for it because the last thing we want is for everybody to be released and lockdown lifted and everybody goes out tomorrow back into pubs, back into restaurants, back into theatres, back into cinemas, back into parks, back into everywhere. And then in two weeks' time, we are faced again with this situation where people are becoming poorly again and spreading even more. I'm sure whatever decision is made is the right one and is made for a reason. I mean, we have been pretty pretty lucky in terms of restrictions and our lockdown we have not been locked down we are calling it a lockdown because it's a bit of a name but my guest on today's podcast has and it is going to be really good to have a chat with phil magic phil in dubai and just find out how it has been over there and just what has been going on and believe you me they've had it pretty tough so without further ado let's dial in to dubai Let's welcome Phil to the podcast. So, hello, Phil. Thank you very much for joining me today. How are you? How are things? Very good. Very hot. I can well imagine. Nothing like over over here then. Absolutely not. I've got my AC on, like full, full blast. 
Send us some sunshine. I'd love to, but then what am I going to have when I'm sat in my pool during this lockdown? Oh, rub it in, sat in your pool. More like a hot bath. <laughs> so, Phil, just how, how has lockdown been in Dubai? Tell us a little bit about your lockdown. Well, the government here and, of course, the health and safety people um, acted rather fast. You did have the, the idiots, like they are all over the world, that didn't go out in their masks, didn't take it too seriously um, until cases started getting a lot worse. Um, then they obviously had a, a drive-through. Um, I don't mean a McDonald's drive-through, <laughs> like a, a drive-through test center where you could actually go and get the, the COVID test. And then rules started hitting hard. People had to work from home. Um, masks, you had to be um, seen wearing a mask, even in the car. You had to be wearing a mask in the car. Um, fines were put in place if you were out on the roads after a certain time. They did a massive deep clean of the whole city. Um, and then that's what started the, the main lockdown. So they did a they did a massive sanitize of all the roads, all the buildings, everywhere. So from like six o'clock up until six till six, it was, you had to be indoors off the roads. And you're talking, these are some of the busiest roads in the world. And you'd look out your windows and they were just dead, quiet. So after this deep cleanse, they sent drones and everything. It was something like you see in a movie. And it was just cleaning the whole place. And then that's when the lockdown mainly started. They says, right, we're full on lockdown now for, you know, for another 24 hours. They're going to continue the cleanse. And then it was a full, not allowed out. That's it. Two weeks. That's crazy. I mean, like we think we've had it bad here in the UK, but that that's that's kind of like, military level sort of stuff to look out and see people going around you know spraying the streets and spraying the roads and stuff that that must have been really really different to kind of view and look at absolute hardcore i mean and you know to be fair to you know the government and that they did act fast they did act the right way people were still idiots and you did have to apply for a permit to uh, want to go out so you could have a shopping permit an emergency permit and there was a what was the other one? An ATM permit or something to go get money or something. Um, if you worked in like a key worker or whatever, um, or a shoemaker or whatever, um, little joke there. It wasn't very funny. Um, you can add a little wah, wah, wah in there. Um, if, you are, if you are a key worker, then um, obviously you get a letter, a government letter that you are allowed on the roads, but cameras were flashing um, on the roads if your cars were on the roads, uh, fines were put in place if you were out they they were very strict. They did take it extremely serious. All buildings, all supermarkets fitted with um, um, sanitary stations where you had to get glove checks, temperature checks, sanitize the trolleys, everything. It was it really, really did take action. And I mean, I find that really impressive. You know, we've seen nothing on that level in the UK that I'm aware of. And I think maybe we should have gone down that route because... You know, I mean, you, you're just coming out of your, your your lockdown. You're just coming to the end of it and you're slowly being released back into the wild as such, aren't you? Meow, yes. <laughs> so it's like, so obviously those steps that the Dubai government have, uh, have taken, uh, they've obviously worked because you, you've reached the end point, so to speak, before we have. Yeah, pretty much. And it... it... Sorry, I was just itching my nose. I was holding off the itch, but I forgot it's radio. It's not TV. So <laughs> I'm, I'm itching away and I'm on a good old pick now, I tell go you. Go for it. Go for it. Go for gold. You can keep that in as well. Not the finger. <laughs> it's, uh, 
Um, yeah, so it's it is it's coming to an end. Obviously, all the schools are still closed. They've still announced the schools are closed till September, which again here has caused a bit of a kick up because all the schools are private. So the parents have already paid for the terms at school. Right. So now everything is, um, as they call, distant learning, where the teachers are doing live feeds on um, various video channels. And um, some teachers that I know as well that have gone to the UK, and because of the time difference, they're having to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning to teach classes virtually on videos. And this is going to be done up until September, the academic year, where, again, parents are still... A lot of them are very understanding, and Mrs. Magic, she obviously works in the, the teaching industry, and um, she's after-school classes. So if there's no schools, then a lot of after-school classes, dance classes, drama classes, have obviously suffered um, and can't do them virtually. But as for the school teachers, and a lot of parents have been quite nancy about it but a lot have been understanding they still get an education they're still doing videos and it's all homeschool now and up until september so you're just entering or just started rather quite an important uh, thing of dubai culture you you just entered into ramadan so how how's that been affected so far with the lockdown has the lockdown affected that at all it, oh absolutely and i mean they're still they're still got all this safety stuff in in place and uh, there's something called iftar which is when they break the fast mm-hmm. and uh, me mrs magic um my friends as well we love going out for for iftar meals which is where they we don't fast but uh, when all the restaurants and hotels at um sunset that's when the the mosque chant will go off and that's when they have massive celebrations buffets belly dances wow. twirly twirly men different entertainment now that they can't they can't put them in place because it's buffets it's it's um open to everyone it's crowded place so it's been a massive knock for hotels and restaurants um now i mentioned that we are coming to an end of um lockdown um but now that you are allowed out you still can't go out and have your nice coffees and meals and stuff because the restaurants are very limited a lot of them are still closed due to ramadan and which it's a great time, to be honest, for this lockdown to end because people aren't going to be going out for meals and restaurants. So we've got that, got that nice, nice little switch over. So you you don't actually celebrate Ramadan. So what would you have normally have done during this time? So my work hours would have been cut down. I'd still be on air, still be on the radio, still be doing shows and stuff as such. Um, live entertainment and other musical events and stuff they normally get limited um during the the fasting hours um it's to be honest it's they're so relaxed about it now and you've got to be respectful anyway especially if you're in a like a local sort of place and um, i have a lot of local friends local being like arab and i work with a lot of them as well and whether i'm in a tv studio radio studio wherever i just be respectful i don't eat around them i am allowed to eat there are places i am allowed to eat and um obviously if you're pregnant or if you're a child you're allowed so nothing really changes to be honest um other than you've just got to be a little bit more cautious and respectful you wouldn't really change much there's just parties parties every night really if you want to go and do iftar every night that's uh that sounds quite quite um up my street, actually, I, I quite like like quite like a good party. 
I don't think it will. The bars are closed, my oh, friend. Bloody hell. <laughs> you, you know me too well. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> hey, so, see, you know, what What are you doing during this this uh, Ramadan season? Is, is it a season? Am I right saying it's a, a season? I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. A, and in the entertainment terms, this is the dry season. You know, whereas in the UK, this is probably peak season. It's coming up to the summer holidays. It's getting, you know, we've, we've done the holiday parts before. You know, this is where the main peak seasons are. But here for an entertainer, it, it, it dries up because then after this, you've got summer. It's far too hot. There's no outdoor events. There's no, and this is probably quite a bit of a bad season. But they do still do a lot of festivals and stuff indoors, the theme parks, um, loads of other stuff but there's one one thing i've been doing is um using my platform on social media and doing um igtv um i'm uploading weekly episodes mptv at one magic phil <clears throat> cheesy so, <laughs> nice little plug um, and you know just, just all that kind of stuff i'm doing lives on other people's things i'm working with you know nickelodeon i'm working with some other big brands kids brands as well and just creating content at home whilst people are still at home really so that's keeping you busy uh, busy as well and plus i'm still doing my everyday job i'm still doing my radio show but i'm broadcasting from home so it's nice to you know be sat in my pajamas or or, or less like i am now and you know just still working <laughs> and nobody knows any different nobody knows i can pick my nose as much as i like you see brilliant brilliant <laughs> So just another little kind of topic to 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 go on to. Um in the UK we've seen some iconic buildings get changed into something which is called NHS Nightingale, which I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's something that the NHS have done and they have they're, they're turning big big capacity buildings into temporary pop-up hospitals so for example the excel center in london which is normally used as a conference center exhibition place has been turned into a 500 bed hospital with the capacity to sit to to house 4,000. Wow. have you seen, seen anything like this in dubai um first of all that's amazing what everyone's doing in the in the uk and you know not just uk but around the world um they are building hospitals. They do have, I've got a mate that's working on a project at the moment that are building hospitals just for them cases. And there are certain hospitals in Dubai that have been um, announced as the go-to hospitals. They are the ones that are treating people um, with uh, the COVID and they have Pacific Ward for that and certain protocol for when you get there to the hospital. So. They have all been put in place and certain hospitals that you don't go to if you have that because it's it's just the way it is. Um, but, yeah, the, what they're doing in the UK, the NHS and all that is absolutely amazing, incredible. Obviously, we're all private health here in the UAE. But um, speaking of iconic buildings, the Burj Khalifa, the world's largest building, they actually projected the Union Jack during the, the clapping hour. Oh, brilliant. Yes. So um, I'll try and share a picture of you with that. It, it was all done as the Union Jack flag, which was absolutely incredible. So wow. I know that they've got our support here as well. See, that's just another thing which really amazes me, the fact that we do we do support each other locally and in, in the community, but something like that as well, you know, the other side of the world, really, you know, just something like that it just shows that 
people are thinking of everybody else because it's not us and them. It's it's literally everybody together. You know, the the whole world is being affected by it. It really has. No matter how rich you are, no matter how wealthy, no matter who you are, you know, no matter where you're from, you are. We are all in this same situation. Exactly. We are all running out of toilet paper and all <laughs> getting bored at home. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there's something like social social distancing. You, you're obviously having to do it as well. That's it's a it's a, a, a given thing now. Um, what is it like in in shops and things and and supermarkets? Same supermarkets exactly the same. They've got the little barriers now. The measurement of how far you've got to be around people. Um, again you've still got the idiots that are out there that are coming right up close to you a, a part of me wants to wear one of them old-fashioned victorian dresses with like a massive with, with a big hoop on it that's it with Do, a big hoop i've just... said this i i've said this i've said after I lockdown say i've got one there <laughs> well I'll do, but you know that's uh, that's that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've said that when lockdown is is lifted and everyone is allowed back out across the world they should sell like social distancing frames where you wear them. Yes. And it literally, people just bounce off you. Like, get away, move. I did see a guy with a funny video, uh, a funny T-shirt that said, I'm social distancing. If I turn around and you're close enough for me to hit, I will. Yes, I, I saw that as well. Yeah. See, I love I love things like that. Little little comical things, meme things. And you just, yeah. oh, I love them. I love them. Which... Quite surprisingly, we have moved on to this because, um, you know, you you did something, didn't you? Right at the start of of the out, of the outbreak. <laughs> a lot of stuff I don't want, Meg. <laughs> well, we, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep certain certain things uh, quiet. But right at the start, you um you you had you you went you went viral, didn't you? Do you know what that was? Or was it vir- virile? Virile, viral. It was it was oh. You know, I can't even remember how it all started. Now, I was, I was in a I was in a restaurant that I go to very, very regularly. Um, it's next to the radio studio I work at, and I was just, I was just baffled. And I don't get out of everything that you would buy when it was all over the news: toilet paper. And I'd understand. Yes, get your tin products, get your you know your shower gels, and get your pastas and stuff. I understand that sort of stuff, but. Toilet paper, come on. It's something that can be replaced. A towel, wash and wipe. Just have a little wiggle in the bath. You know, it's something that is not really a necessary. It's a, it's a luxury. So I was getting fed up with seeing all these videos. And what really upset me, um, out of an upsetting part of it, was all these people buying so much. And then I saw a picture of this little old man once just stood in a shop with empty shelves. And that really got to me. Um, and then it got me thinking that toilet paper is obviously more valuable than money right now. And I would just scroll in, do my normal morning scroll, have my morning coffee. And then it got time to pay in the bill. Now, I went to the toilet at this point, And this is when I was just I was sat doing my business, you know, two reasons why you go to the toilet. One and two. Um, <laughs> so I was sat there and, um, and I just put the whole roll in my pocket. But in my head, I wasn't thinking what I was going to do with it. I just knew <laughs> I, was, I didn't need it. I was going back next door to the studio where we have loads of supplies. And then then I just said to the uh, one of the waiters, I just went, 
can you video me? They knew who I was. They yeah. knew I do stuff on uh, videos and I'm on the radio and all this kind of stuff. They, so it wasn't out of the normal. Um, I just said, oh, can you just video me paying for my coffee? I said, yeah, okay. Now, the guy behind the counter, um, Bricks, Bricks he's called, from the Philippines, such a character, such a great um, laugh. And none of this was staged. It was literally done at the point that he really added his personality into this. So he didn't know what was going on as well when I was paying for this. So he gave me my bill. I got my coffee to take away. I normally have two. I'll sit and have one, then I'll get a takeaway one. And I just wheeled out this toilet paper and just started Brilliant. just paying him. And then he looked at me. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he just came out with, that's not enough. Oh, right. So then that's when I ripped off another bit and just put a bit in his pocket and I just walked off. And then I went back and I says, look, guys, this is absolute comic genius. I'm going to post this tonight. Um, do I have your permission? Blah, blah, blah. And then that was it. Uploaded it, put a, put a bit of Mamma Mia, money, money, money on in the background. And that night when I uploaded it, it got, normally I'd get about three, 4,000 views. But that night it was like 100,000. And I said to Mrs. Magic, I said, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and this is going to be a quarter of a million. I woke up the next morning, it was 500,000, half a million. And then at the end of the day, I said, it's going to be a million by the end of the day. End of the day, it was like two, three million. And now I think it's on like 19 million. It's been shared. No way. Wow. Hundreds and thousands of times. Um, I got contacted from agents that work with Ellen, the Simpsons. Um, it's gone on. It's gone viral. It, it's just gone. And I was getting it sent to me from people like that. I'm normally in joke loops. Mm. And it just went absolutely crazy. I was getting calls from people and messages from friends in the UK and stuff. And it was just, I was apps. I went in the next day to the restaurant and obviously I don't have his number or his contact. And this Bricks guy, he was just like, people are coming in They're They're recognizing me. Everyone in the Philippines sending me this video. And he was absolutely made up. He was chuffed to pieces. So it was nice that, you know, some people appreciate it. Indeed. Well, I, I, I for one did, you know, because it's, it's nice to smile and laugh. You know, it, it's certainly in times like, like this, it's because it makes you feel better and you know you've you've helped someone else there you've you've put a smile on someone else's face who would never normally have, have done anything like like that and you've 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 met someone famous you know what that's what that's what it's all about chris it's all about you know just spreading a bit of positivity a bit of laughter during these tough times i'm not making a mockery out of anything you know i'm, I'm my heart goes out to anyone that's got this illness and that lost people from this illness you know i'm 100 not making a mockery out of that i'm making a a mockery out of people buying toilet paper by the by the hundreds, you know, and it's just... exactly because it is it's a very serious thing what what is going on, and there are people out there who are not taking it seriously at all. They are they're being silly and just things like panic buying toilet roll. And it, I mean, I I saw it myself and I saw shelves emptied, and we've got another thing now in the UK, a uh, uh, flower. You can't get flour, you know. It's it's been it's been called um, white gold, you know, the new white I've got gold. A garden full of flowers, if you want some. No, not that kind of flour. Oh, okay. ba- baking flour, not gardening flowers. Got a big stash of uh, white stuff behind you there, Chris. Is that flour? Oh, we we don't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's actually a pillow. <laughs> just, <laughs> right. just just for the record. <laughs> white and fluffy. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, but it's just it's just crazy how people panic buy stuff and. You know, there's no need. I mean, I, I shop daily. I go to the shop every single day because I think you get what you need when you need it. Don't hoard yeah. stuff. And yeah. the only thing I have panic bought has been has been dog food and cat food. And is that but, what you eat now? It is. It's 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 a lovely health healthy healthy diet. It, you know, sends you barking mad, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's all right. <laughs> but no, positivity. That's what it's all about. It's about being positive or as positive as you can be. How have the people of Dubai been spreading po- positivity? Has there been lots of community spirit? Do you know what? The, the residents here are absolutely, you know, amazing. Um, you've got, you know, a lot of personalities as well that are really helping with with stuff. Um, deliveries are still going on. We, we, we can get shopping delivered. We get fast food. Everything gets delivered here in Dubai. And um, so delivery services are still happening. And people are putting out sanitary packs on their doorsteps, um, um, giving delivery drivers water. I'm not doing the packs. Um, I I give delivery drivers the water and um, sanitizer when they come to the door and stuff. Um, and there's there's a lot of charity pages set up as well for donating food packets and stuff to people that really need it. A lot of big companies, kids brands, um, a lot of kids brands that I work with as well. There's one which is a a diaper company um, or nappy as nappy I keep for, called yeah. off whenever I say diaper. UK folk. Uh, <laughs> nappy um they're they're giving out uh nappies to you know families that need them so a lot of people are really you know really 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 giving back really helping you know through these through these times which is good and it's good to see the world coming together good no it is it is because it, it's important that because we are all affected so we all need to stay together stick together support each other and do what we can and do go that extra mile all the time because That's you right. know it's the littlest of things can mean so much to somebody else you know it's, it. and, and i've covered lots of topics in the in these podcasts where just it could be giving someone a sandwich giving even smiling at someone you know it's just it's, the it's a bit hard with the mask on now, isn't it? It is a bit hard with with the mask on, but you could you, 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 could, you could wink, you know, you can you can wink <laughs> at someone and just hope they Maybe don't take it the, the wrong way. <laughs> Maybe you keep forgetting though when you go out with a mask on and you just you give someone a smile and it's oh, it's crazy. I'm just going to draw a smile on it. I think. Do it, no, do it. I mean, actually, right, masks and gloves. Um, in in Dubai, you, you've had to you've had kind of been enforced to wear masks and gloves, haven't you? You've you, you yeah. know you, you mentioned earlier, you know, it's like even in the car on your on your own, you've got to wear a mask. You know, we in the UK, we're kind of we don't know what to do because there's this massive shortage of PPE and masks and gloves and you name it. There's mass mass shortage of everything, but stock is slowly coming back in. So on one hand, we're being told to wear a mask you know go out you know protect yourself whatever then on the other hand someone someone else is saying you don't need need to wear a mask like because it's more important that the healthcare workers and the frontline staff they wear them so no don't wear a mask because they need them more than you so it's like you know where you've been told no you have got to you can't leave the house without it we're like well what do we do i mean i go to the shop and there's the shop workers wearing masks there's taxi drivers wearing masks and then you look on the street and you've got someone wearing a mask and then someone else isn't wearing a mask and it's it's a bit it's a bit weird because like it's we seem to be very relaxed with with everything and it's you know it it's baffles my my head it's like I like to be told clearly this is what you need to do and if you don't do it you'll get your hand smacked you know and that's right you know and i think 
you guys in Dubai, you've you, you've got it right. If you ask me, it's like you know you've been told this is what you do, and you, you know you wear this, you do this, you, you don't do that, you don't go out. If you do go out, you know you will get a fine. I mean, I'll be honest with you, our fines I think started at I think thirty pound, then they went to sixty pound, then they went to a, a couple of hundred pound. Yeah, I think ours was. I think if you were so, if you're not wearing a mask, it was was I think a thousand dirhams, which is about two hundred pound or something. Um, stuff like that. I mean, it leaves a terrible um, sun um, suntan mark. But you think sunglasses are bad, but you pander eyes. So, Phil, another little thing I want to have a little uh, chat about. It's a uh, a bit of a legend that has happened, and um, you know, he's a he's a bit of an icon now. Captain Tom, have you heard, yeah. have you heard about Captain Tom? I've seen him on a nice little yacht on the marina in Dubai. <laughs> That's where he's gone. That's where he's gone. I've I've been I've been trying to contact him to get it, you know, to get on the podcast. It's not been on the phone call. What an absolute legend! And that just goes to show, no matter how old you are. I mean, what is he? Ninety ninety something. Ninety nine, and he was doing it for his hundredth birthday. He wanted to he wanted to walk a hundred mile for his for his, and I think raise was it a thousand pound or that something? Was it, yeah, you know, to raise a thousand pound for his hundredth birthday, do a hundred mile. Do you know how much he, he ended up raising? Last count I saw was twenty two million or something. Well, as of the twenty sixth of April, it was twenty nine million. <laughs> That's a lot of money, that isn't it? Twenty nine million. That is, and do you know what? That just goes to show that no matter how you know old you are, no matter how you know, obviously he's got a you know he's got a bit of a struggle to walk because he's got his Zimmer frame, but he just didn't give up and he, he did it and he's done everyone proud. He's raised a lot of money and, uh, yeah, give the man a knighthood. It, it, no, indeed. I think he definitely needs because he's done this and there's, there's thousands of people worldwide, if not millions, who are doing things to, to help each other out. But something like that, this 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 humbled 99-year-old man, they said, look, for my 100th birthday, I want to I wanna walk 100 miles. 20, 29 million pounds later. It's... How many laps of your garden have you done this past two weeks? I've I've done I've done thousands and thousands and thousands. I've I've walked marathon after marathon. Me. Um, How much have you raised? I've I've raised uh, I've raised a couple of legs and an arm. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> my doctor said to me the last time I went to see him, he said, uh, "Chris, does uh, diabetes run in your family?" I said, "Doctor, nobody runs in my in my family." <laughs> it's like the other day when I had a bit of diarrhea. So does that run in the family? He says, no, but it runs in the genes. Hey! <laughs> Add a little bum bum in there. Love it, bum bum. <laughs> love it. Have so, you missed me? I have. I have very much. I I love giggling, Phil, you know, it's, and I love having having a laugh and a joke, and it's just little bits of silly humour. Yeah, back in the day. I know, back in the day. But uh, speaking of silly comedians and silly humour and silly things, I have another little late well if you want to call him a legend you can do i can think of many other words to call him but um Don- <laughs> donald trump have you have you heard his about his latest his latest out, outburst comment i've heard of donald duck i think they went to the same school didn't they? well yes i can think of another yes we'll we'll stick with donald duck yes <laughs> do you know what he's he's just uh, he's an entertainer isn't he he is, but I don't. I don't think he should be entertaining. I think he should be running a country. But <laughs> I don't. I just don't know what is. Just a spoonful of Clorox helps the medicine go down. Oh. I mean, what is this man? I. I it is comical. 
It is. Can and I say and no obviously, comment? obviously, you you're in a bit of a worse position in the country you're in. So you know, there's certain things you can't talk about. So I won't stay on the topic for long. But all the the reason why I mentioned it is because the the stupid thing he came out with, and the funny stuff that has has come from that. And the amount of memes and social media hype and and songs, you know, you just you just give us a little bit of a, of a song there of, of one that has, has come out, you know, a spoonful of Clorox makes the, you know, it's oh, yes. it's that sort of thing. It's he's come out with something stupid like that, and other people have come out with brilliant comedy gold. And um, what's been your funniest one you've uh, seen so so far? Oh, what's funniest? I did like that that uh, Clorox song. Um, I saw one. It was a Queen mega mix. It was uh, I want to break free. I've seen quite a few of makes of them. I want to break free on the lockdown. Brilliant. You put me to the spot now. I can't really. Sorry. Can't really remember much now. <laughs> no, I think the, the the my favourite one I've seen, especially regarding the Donald Trump uh, thing, was um, it was a picture of a bar in a pub. And it had all all the beer taps there, but <laughs> they changed all the logos of beer to like their top. Yeah, the like, yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was really, really, really funny. So, just finally, before we start to wrap things up, and uh, you know, we, we're on the social media uh, thing. If I did that, then I wouldn't be due a baby in August twelfth. Oh. <laughs> oh dear me! Yes, you you are due a baby. Oh, August twelfth. So August twelfth, yeah, little while. little baby Archie James. Oh, my dog's called Archie. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, there we go. Well, it's not. It wasn't the inspiration for our name, <laughs> so we'll not give you credit for that oh, one. Sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Well, if you stick around, you can you can meet him. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll go and get him, and I'll stick him in a box and send him to Dubai. Oh, lovely. No, just finally, before we uh, start wrapping up and uh, saying our goodbyes and stuff, have you fallen into the TikTok trap? The TikTok trap? I have, actually. I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Um, I did start, and I did my very first TikTok in Budapest when I went for Christmas uh, last year. And because... Obviously, being in the public eye and being a personality and stuff, every you've, every form of social media is good to be on. And everyone was saying, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. And I got on, I did a few silly ones, quite a few got really good views, quite a few. It, I'm still trying to find it and get it because I'll post a video and it'll get like 300,000 views and then one after it'll get like 62 views. And the one after that, it's like a million views. And it's like, I'm still learning, I'm still getting it. I'm inspired by a lot of people on it. And I'll keep doing it as, you know, because it's fun and it keeps me creative. Are you a TikTok talker? Do you know what? No, I'm not. I've I've not. I've seen some, but I've not ventured into the the big bad world of TikTok yet. But the more people I talk to, the more I think, well, I kind of, I fancy having, just going to have a look more than anything. Get on it. And you can have fun as well because you can look at other people's profiles and do like duets so you can... You can react with other people. I'm fed up of seeing uh, the the baked potato song by Matt oh, Lucas. I know, I know. Everyone is, um, and uh, let's not sing it because it'll be in my no, head for three days. You know, if I can be honest with you, Phil, I was expecting you to do a cover of that. Do you reckon? When I saw it, I thought, oh, Phil will be all over this. 
Do you know what? I have, I've been trying to stop myself doing a duet of it and doing like a bit of magic with some potatoes, <laughs> but I I can't compete. He's done it with Queen, um, Gary Barlow. He, he's done it with all these amazing people, and it's like, do you know what? I might do it. I'll do it for a laugh. Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, Big potato, show me the way. <laughs> Wash your hands and stay oh, indoors. Thank oh, you, big no, potato. No, it's as bad as the, the, the one about the shark, isn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah, let's oh, not do that, yeah, especially no, when I work in kids' radio. Let's, let's stay away from the the uh, the catchy the catchy songs. We've got enough things which are catchy in life anyway. We don't need more catchy That's bloody it. songs. Wear your um, masks and gloves. Exactly, exactly. So uh, just before we do go, Phil, and, uh, you, you know... You said that now five I know, times. I know, but I but I always I think of something something else. I'll tell you what. No, I'll tell you what. Right, let's let's give you the opportunity to uh, you know hijack my podcast, finish off. Yeah, just go on. You you hijack my my podcast and um, give some shout outs and some some thank yous, some plugs, whatever. Some plugs. Yes, just like the two Ronnie sketch from the hardware store. Four candles. Got any plugs? Four candles. Do you know I used to work at you know Beamish Museum? Yes. I did my work experience there, and I was actually in the the co-op in the the old town, the 1940s town. And oh, everybody would come in and say that as if it was the as if they were the very first person to ever say it. It's like four candles to the point where they actually did have four candles, and, for, and says, "Yep, not like we've heard that one before." <laughs> and it was they were so chuffed and happy with themselves, thinking that they were the only ones that said that. And it's like. It, but everyone must get that celebrities and catchphrases. It's like um, I was watching Father Ted, where um, Victor Meldrew from One Foot in the Grave. You know, they, I don't believe it. I was watching that sketch, and there was a, he was there as a, as an actor, and Father Ted was like, "Hey, it's that guy off um, One Foot in the Grave. Go on, say it. He'll love it. He'll love it." And then he says it, and he he just turns around and thumps him one. Quite a, Which I, I can I can guess it must get really monotonous to like like really like come on I do it for my job don't make me do it in real life. I mean I always I always wrap up my radio show with um, stay tuned and stay silly and I always get videos and stuff of kids saying that stay silly and and again nothing compared to you know all these megastars but you'd get people walking behind it parents not kids parents. Whilst you stood in the supermarket and they go, stay silly, like in your ear. And you just like, oh, come on, <laughs> please. <laughs> I expect it from the child, but not from you. Yeah, not on a Saturday morning <laughs> at nine o'clock. But no, I, you know, I think everyone's, you know, doing the right thing. People just need to stay at home, especially if you've got elderly and, you know, mm. babies and Indeed. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just, you know, this is amazing how we're, you know, we're still in touch after all them years. I know. I know the wonders of technology. But no, I, I, you know, thanks for having me on. I hope everything's, you know, hope everything's well. Hope everything's good. Um, hope, hope your theatre opens its doors. Oh yes, we'll I know be. What We've survived many things, Phil. We can, we can survive. We can, we, we can survive a little bit of a bug. Well, that's good. So, is there any shout outs you want to you want to give before we go? Oh, I'd like to give a shout out to me and Milo. <laughs> I don't think you've ever had shout-outs to them on the show. No, I haven't. Wow, me and Milo. You know, a big shout-out, of course, to the NHS. Um, they're all working very hard. I've got family that work in the NHS as well. Um, 
big shout out to your dog Archie. Big up Archie, yes. There we go, big up Archie. Um, shout out to all the government, all the healthcare workers, you know, all the key workers, you know, everyone, you know, and you know, big shout out to you as well, of course, Chris. You know, keeping keeping it real, keeping it busy, entertaining people with your your know your podcast. You know, a big shout out as well to all like you know the people that haven't have lost their jobs and you know aren't able to work. You know, theatre, you know, staff, performers, actors as well. You know, it's 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 just a time of of life in this world when things are, have a little hiccup, but um, there's just a bit of a, a deep clean going on around the world, I'd say. And use this time to, you know, use this time to be creative. Use this, I mean, I bet you thought you'd never be doing a um, blog. I bet you thought, you know, I've got many other friends and stuff that have never thought of doing stuff. People are doing um, online courses. People are creating, getting out there. People are using this time to spend with their family and use it to be creative. Use it to, you know, I'm on writing my second, uh, my third children's book now. Um, I'm writing Panto this year. I've started early. You know, use this time to be creative and you know, spend it with your family. Everyone just needs a rest. Everyone's been so, so busy in day life, in work life, personal life. Just just take a rest. So what are your uh, links to your all your socials and things? You know, where can people find Magic Phil? Well, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at one Magic Phil. Um, I'm not on... Is that the number one or number written one? one? Number, number one Magic Phil. Um TikTok, I'm just Magic Phil. Um, I'm not on Tinder anymore. I've come off that. <laughs> um, came off that a while ago. Um, website is magicphil.ae. And, yeah, that's it. And you can tune into my daily show, which is The Afternoon Drive, um, weekdays 2 to 5 on Pearl FM 102, if you're in Dubai, or the website if you're not. Brilliant. Well, Phil, how about after all this has finished, all this lockdown coronavirus thing, thingy thingies, how about we uh, we do another one later on in, in the year and we, we we have a chat about all your radio stuff, you, your books, what you've been doing with your shows and everything else, and we'll, we'll, we'll do another podcast. Let's do it, yeah. I've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up at the end of the year as well. Well, we'll do that. We shall do that. All right. Awesome so, stuff. Well, Phil... It's been a, a total pleasure. Look after yourself. Stay safe. Stay silly. Indeed, indeed. And uh, all the best for baby Archie. Thank you very as well. much. Thank you. Look after yourself. It's been wonderful talking Thanks. to you and I will speak to you very soon. Legend. Well, thank you very much, Phil, for that. That was really enjoyable. And again, giggles were had by all. For those of you who are wondering who Mia and Milo are, let me just explain. When Phil and I worked together on a holiday park many, many years ago, Mia and Milo were the two holiday park mascots who um, we quite often used to uh, get into a little bit of trouble in and around the park. Um, I'm sure there'll be many more of those stories to come in future podcasts. So stay tuned for the future because Phil and I will be getting together and doing some more. Do go and check him out on all his socials. Unfortunately, he is no longer on Tinder, so you'll have to find somebody else. And I will pass no comment about his magic wand. Thanks for listening. Do keep a look out for my face appearing on your newsfeed with my next episode because it will be coming very, very soon. In the meantime, keep being amazing. Keep supporting the NHS and frontline key workers. Keep being safe. Keep being careful. And most importantly, keep washing those hands. 